Hi, and welcome to Stay So Glad You Had Chosen to Join Us. How do you recognize God's blessings when life is chaotic, right? When it's not exactly what you want, when you want it, how we want it. Because so often we talk about our life is blessed when we are getting things in the way we want them, in the timeline that we want it, and everything about it. Life is good. But how do we recognize God's blessings that are ever present even in the midst of chaos, when everything is not exactly like we want it. So today we are getting into a story. It is one that maybe we've heard about. It's the creation story. And before you go, ah, oh, come on, just note, we need to set aside everything we think we know about this story. Genesis 1 is so often we talk about it in terms of beginnings, but what we need to know is there are multiple stories throughout the biblical text of where things begin, of a creation story. In fact, Genesis 2 was written 300 years before Genesis 1. So think about that for a second. There are multiple things because each of them has something to say. Each of them is trying to give us a sense of how God is present. And Genesis 1 is all about God's blessings in the midst of chaos. And so before we begin reading, let us pray. God of wonder, God who brings us so many great things of this world, like love, like possibility, like creating things that are beautiful. You come to us and you inspire us, asking us to be part of it, to know your blessings upon our lives, but also to share them with others. As we read through scripture today, may we be inspired in new ways of how we can be part of creating in this world goodness and wonder and love. Amen. So starting in Genesis 1, verses 1 through 8. When God began to create the heaven and the earth, the earth was without shape or form. It was dark over the deep sea, and God's wind swept over the waters. God said, let there be light. And so light appeared. God saw how the light was. God separated the light from the darkness. God named the light day and the darkness night. There was evening and there was morning the first day. God said, let there be a dome in the middle of the waters to separate the waters from each other. God made the dome and the waters under the dome from the waters above the dome. And it happened in that way. God named the dome sky. There was evening and there was morning the second day. All right. So the metaphor of light, which we talked about a few weeks ago, the metaphor of light, it's supposed to get us to think about warmth, transparency, insight, wisdom, like something we can now see something, we can recognize something that we could not recognize before. And so in this moment of how we are being blessed with God's insight, with God's possibilities of what can be. And then also a sense of balance is being created here. The balance, right? The waters are separated. They're the waters of the sky, the waters of the sea. There's a sense of how are we balancing our lives? Balance 
when life is chaotic, when things are not going our way, usually we feel out of balance. We feel like something is off. And usually in those moments, we struggle with insight. Right. When we feel like the unknown, when fear is bubbling up inside of us, right, we get this moment of God, hold up, like everything feels kind of out of whack. And so how do we begin to recognize God's blessings of balance, God's blessings of insight when things really aren't the way that we want it? Continuing on in verses nine through 13. God said, let the waters under the sky come together into one place so that the dry land can appear. And that's what happened. God named the dry land earth and he named the gathered water seas. God saw how good it was. God said, let the earth grow, plant life, plants yielding seeds and fruit trees bearing fruit with seeds inside it, each according to its kind throughout the earth. And that's what happened. The earth produced plant life, plants yielding seeds, each according to its kind, and trees bearing fruit with seeds inside it, each according to its kind. God saw how good it was. There was evening and there was morning, the third day. So here we continue with the separation, the balancing, right? There is dry land, there is sea, there is water. We're also getting the foundations of life. That in the foundations, everything that we need for life to grow, to live, is being created and is surrounding us. A recognition of God's goodness, of God's blessings in every element of our lives, in every way, right? Whether we are in the sea, we're on dry land, whether we are at work or school, in our families, at home, no matter where we are, God's beauty, God's blessings are surrounding us. That goodness is coming about. That goodness is in giving us the ability to thrive. And we can think about this. We understand this a bit, right? We take those moments where we go, wow. Maybe we do it as we look at freshly fallen snow, which has been part of a lot of our lives recently. Maybe it's when we take a walk along a beach. We look out at the sea. Maybe it's at a sunrise or a sunset. Maybe it's when we see a beautiful field of flowers, right? There are all these moments of being able to recognize God's goodness in every aspect, in everywhere that we are on this planet. And so a moment of going, wait a minute, there's all these little things. It's not always the big things. Sometimes it's the little tiny moments that begin to give us a sense of where God's goodness, God's possibility, God's creative spirit, of being able to recognize God's blessings in our lives, which we talked about a few weeks ago as well, of saying, you know what, blessings, God's blessings are about God's presence with us and seeing how and noticing how that is impacting our lives in all kinds of ways. And so as we're thinking about this, as we're going, all right, so as God is creating and God is giving us the ability to thrive, to live, and to notice those things, because sometimes it can be in the possibility it, we are able to thrive, we are able to grow because of a conversation, because of a relationship, because of something simple, someone said it, because of a smile, right? We get that there are all these little things that help us to survive, but then also into thriving, 
that are created for goodness, that are created out of love for us. Continuing on in verses 14 through 19, God said, let there be lights in the dome of the sky to separate the day from the night. They will mark events, sacred seasons, days, and years. They will be lights in the dome of the sky to shine on the earth. And that's what happened. God made the stars in two great lights, the larger light to rule over the day and the smaller light to rule over the night. God put them in the dome of the sky to shine on the earth, to rule over the day and over the night, and to separate the light from the darkness. God saw how good it was. There was evening and there was morning, the fourth day. Beauty surrounds. And beauty is found in all seasons, right? There's this sense of the creation of light and how the days begin to separate. And days move into months, move into years, move through seasons, hours, uh, right? So it's like every moment every moment of our lives and recognizing that goodness, being able to recognize in the moment where God's beauty is when we feel that there is a certain amount of chaos unsettling, to recognize God's love when in the hours of our day, we are like, I don't want to deal with, I cannot deal another moment of how God's love is present of recognizing God's presence in the years as maybe we question and we struggle. We become suspicious of one another because things aren't as we want it. We are pitted against one another and God's going, no, I created you all to be in relationship with one another, to figure out how to live with mercy and forgiveness and grace. Recognizing how God encompasses our lives so that we may thrive. That even in the briefest of moment, when we feel so unsettled, that God's peace is ever present. There are so many things right here that God saw how it was good. That as God creates, God gives us insight into how to live and how to be, right? Because we had more of that, the light and the day, and thinking about that, of how do we gain insight in those moments, in those years, in those seasons we find ourselves in? What are we attaching ourselves to? Do we go to, like... Are we getting insights from friends? Are we getting insights from things that we read? Are we gaining insight from prayer? Are we gaining insight from scripture? What are the ways that we are gaining insight when we feel unsettled, when we feel chaotic? Because God keeps blessing us, surrounding us with this beauty and this insight if we are just willing to take time and notice in the smallest of ways. Continuing on in verses 20 through 25. God said, let the waters swarm with living things and let birds fly above the earth, up in the dome of the sky. God created the great sea animals and all the tiny living things that swarm in the waters, each according to its kind, and the, all the winged birds, each according to its kind. God saw how good it was. Then God blessed them. 
be fertile and multiply, fill the waters and the seas and let the birds multiply on the earth. There was evening and there was morning the fifth day. God said, let the earth produce every kind of living thing, livestock, crawling things and wildlife. And that's what happened. God made every kind of wildlife, every kind of livestock and every kind of creature that crawls on the ground. God saw how good it was. All right, so we can get kind of literal here about, all right, so we're to multiply, but really let's think about this differently. Let's think about that God has given us the gifts and abilities not only to thrive for ourselves, but to give it over to others, to share it with others, to actually strengthen others that we have, when we gain God's insight, when we are being blessed by God's goodness and by God's presence, our lives begin to change. And then we're able to give things to others that we weren't able to give before. We're able to give that forgiveness. We're able to give that mercy. We're able to give that understanding to situations. We're able to produce things that we weren't able to produce before, that our life can give more to others. Our life can actually do good in all of creation, in all of the circumstances we find ourselves. Now, we may have to make a choice about that, and it may not always be easy, but we have the opportunity here. We have the opportunity for our lives to mean something, to have purpose, not just for ourselves, but for everyone around us. And so this moment of going, all right, what does my life produce? What does my life produce that is situated in God's goodness, in God's creativity, in God's beauty, in God's love, in God's mercy? What does my life produce? The philosopher Ryan Holiday, he speaks well to this when he says, like a virus, calm spreads by contact. It spreads through the air. We exude it, shedding our excess strength onto others, infecting them as they in turn infect others. Not with a degrading, harmful agent, but one that builds strength and purpose. When everything is charged with fear, a spark can ignite a panic. It can ensure demoralization and then defeat. But just as easily, one person can ground out this dangerous electrical current. One person can turn things around. We have spent the last four years talking about a virus, right? And a deadly one at that. And being concerned and being fearful of that. And to recognize there is that type of contagion. But Ryan Holiday's getting at, listen, guess what else can be contagious? Calm. Calm can be contagious. And when we're thinking about that, laughter can be contagious. Joy can be contagious. Love can be contagious. So when we show up, when there is fear of the chaos and we begin to go, you know what? I am resisting that. I am going to resist that anger because anger is contagious as well. So is hate. There are things that are contagious, that are destructive, that will destroy your life and everyone else's. And so to think about that, about what do we exude? What do we allow to be contagious from our lives? Are we allowing that peace, that joy, that laughter, that sense of, you know what, God's beauty surrounds? Is that what we exude? 
Is that what we give off? Is that what we are able to strengthen and give purpose not only for ourselves, but for others? Because here, God is surrounding us, challenging us, asking us, what will your life produce? What will all of our lives produce? Because when we start to pay attention to that, we start to not only change our lives, but everyone around us. Continuing on in verses 26 through 31. Then God said, let us make humanity in our image to resemble us so that they may take charge of the fish of the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the earth, and all the crawling things on the earth. God created humanity in God's own image. In the divine image, God created them male and female. God created them. God blessed them and said to them, be fertile and multiply, fill the earth and master and take charge of the fish of the sea, the birds in the sky and everything crawling on the ground. Then God said, I now give to you all the plants on the earth that yield seeds and all the trees whose fruit produces its seeds within it. There they will be your food to all wildlife to all the birds in the sky and to everything crawling on the ground, to everything that breathes. I give all the green grasses for food. And that's what happened. God saw everything he had made. It was supremely good. This verse, I now give to you all the plants on the earth that yield seeds and all the trees whose fruit produces its seeds within it. That sense of God continues to provide the good stuff, the possibilities, the wisdom, the beauty, the love. God keeps giving that and asking us, is that what we're wanting to produce? Is that what we want to multiply out in our lives and everyone else's? And this sense of take charge, right? We may go, ooh, what does that mean, take charge? How are we helping? How are we helping all of creation? How are we helping those we love, those we don't know? How are we helping the earth? How are we helping all of creation? Because we are created in the image of God. We are created with the possibility to understand the world through a lens of love. We are created with the possibility to not only receive blessings, but actually to give blessings. And so here we have got our moment of going, all right, what am I going to recognize? What is my life going to produce? How am I going to be helpful, not just to other humans that I like, but to everyone? How am I going to be helpful to all of creation because just as we have been blessed our lives can be a blessing to others and it can be in the smallest the simplest of instances in those brief little moments and it can stretch out through seasons and years and so when we feel like life is chaotic when we feel like life like the world is a dumpster fire we are missing God's blessings We are leaning in to fear. We are leaning in to chaos. And so how will we begin to recognize those blessings so that we can create that for others? We can create that beauty for others, that we can be able to be strengthened and have purpose. How will we be part of this magnificent creating of life that is full of love and beauty and possibility? 
that is at the very foundation of our lives, that brings a new kind of balance in the midst of chaos, that is able to give us insight and wisdom for the way that we respond, the way that we communicate, the way that we engage in our relationships. How will we be challenged this day to recognize God's blessings, not just for ourselves, but for everyone else around us, so that we might live into this creative spirit of God that we have been given. Amen. Mm-hmm.